This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So yesterday, seven uh, VIP protection officers there who are attached to the deputy president made their applications for bail in the Randbeck Magistrates Court after the postponement of the matter on Monday. So it's not so much about that application, the legal part of uh, that application, or whether they will or not get bailed that we want to talk this morning. It's about part of this application meant that they had to lay bare their finances, you know, um, and they, in order to establish what, how much they can afford to pay for bail. And uh, some of the numbers that came out were rather staggering. It emerged that at least two of them spend more than half their salary, salaries on car repayments. This is uh, the reality for most South Africans, apparently. And the rule of thumb is that uh, slightly different when it comes to vehicle finance. According to the top uh, auto South Africa, car buyers should not be spending more than 20% of their monthly salary on vehicle finance payments. Now, uh, let's speak to financial wellness coach uh, um, Gina Archery, who joins us on the line. Good morning to you, and thanks so much for your time. Morning. Thank you for inviting me. All right. I don't want to make it so much about these gentlemen. It was just uh, that was uh, uh, really what uh, sparked the thought in me to have a conversation is that I know for a fact that it's not just uh, unique to this gentleman that I've just cited, where people tend to pay or buy cars that they can ill afford. Surely the issue for me, I thought that the whole idea behind the National Credit Act was to ensure that there is no reckless lending. Just talk to us about some of whether banks are being reckless in their lending or you know overly generous in what they, the terms that they give people, particularly when it comes to the financing of vehicles. Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously, first of all, banks make their money by lending people money. <laughs> mm. um, and obviously, you know, there could be a, a, a number of issues as to why these amounts are being given uh, to applicants. Uh, they could be maybe dishonest around how much they can actually afford. They could be maybe making misinformed uh, or giving in, misinformed information around uh, the expenses. And I think those are important considerations. Because remember, a bank will go on what they see in terms of an application and in terms of the credit checks, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, you know, a lot of, thing, a lot of times what people are not aware of is not only uh, in terms of how much they can actually afford to spend on car payments, but they also need to take into consideration other costs that is associated with the vehicle, like things like petrol. I mean, we know that petrol has increased uh, quite rapidly over the last two years. Uh, so people don't take into into factor things like that. They don't mm. take into factor, um, you know, whether they've got a trade in or a deposit to contribute towards their vehicle, mm. insurance premiums, whether they have to have, take out a warranty or a service plan, uh, wear and tear on a on a vehicle. So all of those things need to be taken into consideration on top of all the other expenses that, mm. that they have. But I mean, to be spending fifty percent of your <laughs> income towards a vehicle and you're spending less than that on your uh, living ex- other living expenses mm. like your rent and your children's uh, maintenance, etc., is not uh, something that should be happening. Correct, yeah. Jean, is it a question of pre- personal preferences here? I mean, I just mentioned the rule of thumb that says you shouldn't be spending more than 20% um, of your salary on vehicle finance. Is that specific for vehicle finance or is that just uh, more talking about how you split your 
shall we say your your debt and what your 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 your, your monthly um, expenses and uh, are and monthly repayments are. How do you? Where does that figure twenty percent come from for, as an argument? And again, as I said, is it does it just come down to personal preference? If I say it's okay, I don't mind spending twenty percent of my or forty percent of my salary on a car, and then I'll spend less on my home. Yeah, and again, it goes back to your priorities, your objectives, your goals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So if you want to spend more than twenty percent, and that's just a rule of thumb. Um, if you want to spend more than that, that's absolutely okay. But you obviously got to look at your holistic. Your, your holistic plan, you know, what are your goals? Are you saving adequately towards your goals? Because a single person who might be earning uh, a, 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 a decent amount of money might want to spend more on a vehicle than on their living uh, arrangements. Mm. And that's absolutely okay. But you just need to make sure that you've obviously understood what the trade-off of that is in terms of your other goals. Right. Um, and then just in terms of, uh, from a, I just can't imagine a situation where, a bank would see it as you say it could be misrepresentation um from a you know um a, a, from an applicant or a client who makes up an application for a loan but over a period of time i'm sure a picture emerges but then is it too late by then because the credit has already been extended where you start to see as a bank that this person is struggling to keep up yeah and i mean there's always a reason for concern and that's why when people are buying a vehicle they need to look at what they can afford as opposed to what they can what, what as opposed to what they want i just had this conversation with someone last night even things like buying a car brand new buying a car on balloon payment is an indication or is a reminder that firstly if you're buying a car on balloon payment you shouldn't be because you can't afford the car mm. secondly if you're buying a brand new car be prepared that if you do lose your job or your or your income a few months later, you would have lost 20% of uh, the mm. resale value of that vehicle. So if you have to sell that car, you're going to be okay with receiving less back if you need to be selling mm. it. Would mm. you be okay with that? And that is a question a lot of people don't ask. Because remember, they want it, it's all about immediate gratification for a lot of people. They want the thrill of driving a nice car. Mm. But it does come with consequences. Absolutely. Gene Archery, financial wellness coach. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. So there you go. That is the stage advice that you would get from um, a financial advisor and a planner. But ultimately, I guess the choice is yours. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.